It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to recap the Hornets and Nets games and talk about how good Bilal Kolobali looked in the Nets game. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. So your guy, the real Ed Oliver, my guy, Brandon Scott. We're going to recap both games from the weekend, the Friday night in-season tournament. You got to see the jerseys for the first time. You got to see the brand new or the in-season design for the court with the uh, DC Stone inspiration. Shout out to Stephen Powers who came on the show last week explaining and breaking that down. Uh, but let's get to the basketball, the way they played on the court. We're going to start with the Hornets game. Brandon, um, just what were your thoughts on that game? Where did it go wrong in that game? And um what was your your positive takeaways and what was your uh, bad takeaways? Lord, where do we start? Um, before we start, <laughs> um, I lost a bet to my mom, who's a Seattle Seahawks fan. So let me do a shout out to Geno Smith. Good oh, job today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get that out the way. Um, looking at the Charlotte game, man. Like I said, me and the wife were there, man. It was uh, the court looked nice. Uh, it was, I guess, that's one positive. The court was actually pretty dope. But looking at the game, man, um, we we played well. Um, we played well till seven minutes in the fourth quarter, and then it all went. I mean, I don't know where the fight went after that, but um, I, I felt like it was a good game. I mean, looking at per quarter, man, I mean, we won every quarter but the fourth quarter, so I mean, it was a close game. But the same issues we've had all year, and we're going to continue to have, is rebounding. Uh, Mark Williams set a franchise record for the Charlotte Hornets with 20 rebounds. I mean, if you look at the numbers, man. They out-rebounded us 79 to 39. We got out-rebounded by 40 rebounds. Um, offensive rebounds 28 to 7 for the Wizards. They, I mean, the paint was wide open. I mean, they got they did whatever they wanted as far as rebounding. I mean, rebounding it continues to be an issue, and it's gonna be an issue. And I get it, I get the you know, as far as the different perspectives, we're rebuilding. But here's the thing: this because we're rebuilding doesn't mean we I mean they talk about culture. Culture is trying. I mean, you just don't let them just do whatever they want. I mean, yeah, it's a rebuild, absolutely, but you still have to try. That's culture. I mean, the the, the lack of effort, man, as far as rebounding is abysmal. It is it's hard to watch, man. Um, and that's a big reason why we lost this game because to me, it's a winnable game. Seven minutes, you are up by 10 points. You got to finish that. You know, I was sitting in my seat. I'm telling people, I know people wanted me to shut up. I mean, I say, man, look, you got to close the game out. Close the game out. They kept giving them chances to come back. Um, ill-advised throwing passes is just, you know, and it's the thing, you know, <laughs> look at that Jordan Poole, you know, 
he, he's flashy. He's fun to watch when he makes it. But when he doesn't, it's, you just find yourself scratching here like, what are we doing, bro? <laughs> like, um, So looking at the stat line for them individually, if you give me one second, um, like I said, looking at the starting unit, man, you know, Kuzma 7 for 17, 17 points. Uh, Tyus Jones had a good game, 16 points, shot 6 for 12, 4 assists. Jordan Poole, you know, 6 for 14, 14 points, but he had 6 assists. Um, so the starting unit wasn't bad. I mean, it, like I said, this was actually a really good game. It's just the, the fourth quarter. We had this game in the bag. <laughs> I mean, it was a win. It was a win. And it's just they, they let it go in that fourth quarter. So um, looking at the bench real quick, Kulabali, and we're going to talk about him in the next game, in the next game, uh, the next game, excuse me. Um, but 10 points, uh, two for four for three overall. Um, Kispert, he showed out 15 points, five for six. His three-point was dropping. And Shamit, uh, four for 10, but he contributed 11 points, two for seven from three. So he was definitely getting shots up. But, yeah, if I had to attribute this to one thing, it's rebound. It's going to be an issue all year long, man. And it continues to be an issue. Uh, we both felt they should have signed somebody. Um, the, the backup gaff and kind of make it interesting behind gaff with Muscala, and they didn't. And the, the small ball five just ain't working. I mean, Gallinari just ain't it as far as small ball five. And I get it, and I agree. You know, I'm I wanted to rebuild. We're going through rebuild. I get it. You're gonna have a lot of nights like this, but you got to try, man. You got you still have to try to win the game. You know, I, if you lose, take an L. But you, <laughs> if you know what the issue is, and you continue to do it, I don't get it. I mean, rebound is just abysmal. It's hard to watch. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox, man. I mean, if, if I'm going to say one thing lost this game for them, it was rebounding me. 100%. You, you cannot let Mark Williams have, what, 20 points and 20 boards. Uh, Glenn Concert kept saying Moses Malone. Yeah, you can say Moses Malone. You can say Shaq, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. You can say any legendary big, and Mark Williams looked like that uh, the other night on Friday night. He seriously dominated. 24 rebounds in a game is insane. He had 10. He had a double-double at, before half. Uh, at the halftime, he had he had a double double. PJ Washington had a double double as well. He had ten boards, eleven points and ten boards. You look at the board difference in boards. The the Hornets had sixty seven rebounds and we had thirty six. Mark Williams had a couple wide open dunks as well down the stretch. Uh, the fourth quarter was the tail of the tape. Um, to piggyback, piggyback off what you said, I thought they 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 were leading the majority of the game. Uh, what what was the largest lead? Because they were up by by a bunch. Uh, we were up by 16 at one point. We had yeah. a nice behind-the-back pass from Denny to Jordan Poole where everybody was celebrating a high-fiving. And uh, <laughs> even the, the Hornets caught back up. And then before the end of the third quarter, they were up by at least eight. Corey Kisser had an and one, or he got to the free throw line before. And Gallinari came in played pretty well. DeLon played pretty well before he got injured. Corey hit a couple threes. Corey hit three threes. I thought he had a good second half as well. The bench played well in the second half. And, um, you know, defensively, we couldn't stop LaMelo. We couldn't stop Gordon Hayward. Get Gordon Hayward ended up with 27 points. We just couldn't stop Mark Williams. We couldn't stop anybody in that fourth quarter. And it was a typical West Huntsville Jr. game where you're up by 15. You find a way to lose. You find any, any way to lose a game where we where we led the league in losing uh, leads by being up by 15 points or more. Um, so it definitely felt like one of those games. It was certainly a winnable game where they had it in the bag the whole game. As you brought up Jordan Poole, it's not his fault that we lost that game, but he does have questionable shots. You know, he had the double spin move. That was a very nice play for him, but there oh, was yeah. one play he got blocked by Brandon Miller. Then he had a jump pass for a turnover. So, you know, he just has – he still has those Shaq and a fool moments. He'll have great moments in the Shaq and a fool. Um, looking at other guys, I thought Gafford – Gafford had a couple big blocks on Mark Williams. He had yeah. some huge blocks where he blocked Mark Williams three times in a row. That was awesome, but – 
at the same time, he did let Mark Williams get the best of him with just 24 rebounds. That just can't happen. And it's not all Gafford's fault because we don't have a lot of – we Gafford's the only real legitimate center on the team. Other than that, we don't have guys that really rebound at all or, or really physical at all. And Gaff, Gaff's not the most physical center in, in, the, in the game in, in, our, in the league anyway. So we, we lack physicality. So we let guys like Mark Williams just come in and get 20 points, 20 boards. It's ridiculous. Uh, but Pazos from Bilal again, 10 points, two for four from the three. Uh, he's shooting the ball well. Shamet hit two threes. Uh, Johnny Davis, another DNP. Johnny Davis, another DNP in the Nets game. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But, yeah, he's just collecting DNPs. It's ridiculous. And uh, DeLon Wright is hurt, and he's still collecting DNPs. So we'll, yeah. we'll get to him a little bit later when we get to the comments. But, yeah, it, it's just ridiculous as your first-round pick is, is just getting zero, zero playing time. So uh, another winnable game, disappointing loss. But yeah, it comes down to rebounding, like like you brought up. Yeah, rebounding. I mean, that is the worst area of the Wizards. We are an abysmal rebounding team, and um, like you said, we don't talk about the next game because they don't get much better. But I mean, I, I don't get it. I, like I, I get the perspectives here. Again, we're rebuilding. I get it. I, I want to rebuild. I, I'm I am fully ready to watch them lose a whole lot of games. I have no problem with that. But here's the thing, you know, going back to what I said earlier, man. They they talk about culture. Look, culture starts with trying. Like you just, it just seems like they get to a point where it's just like, oh, they got complacent in the fourth, man. Look, Charlotte wanted this game. You know, mm-hmm. they they got embarrassed at home. They came, you know, they they wanted this game. Um, and like I said, um, Lamella Ball, he has some shots, man. Where it's like, man, they played him tough sometimes, and mm-hmm. he was he has some shots where it's like, wow. I mean, he he definitely can shoot that ball, but they just wanted it more. It comes down to a battle of will, and they just they had the will to win more than we did in that fourth quarter. I just, you know, I just, you know, that's that seven minute mark when we we're up ten. I was fully expecting them to close the door on this game, and they just, you know, lollygagging around, being complacent, and Charlotte wanted it more. So, yeah, rebound is going to continue to be an issue because, like you said, he, the only real center we have is Daniel Gavin. You know, Muscala, he's a center ish, but he, you know, he played power four. But I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I want to say go out there and get somebody, but I mean, the whole goal is to get the top five. So we are, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is the goal to get the best draft capital we can get, the best draft pick we can get. But we're gonna get, we're gonna move on to the Nets game. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of batting, battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in the basketball season here. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from, from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis, Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three points, three pointers made plus receptions. Want to play alongside of some of prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Uh, for the Commanders game, I picked uh, Logan Thomas to get three and a half receptions. He he definitely got over that with five. I also picked Tyler Lockett to get over about 57 and a half receiving yards. He ended up with 92. Uh, the trick to prize picks, the Commanders, whoever they played, always the number one wide receiver, DK Metcalf had 90-something receiving yards as well tonight and whatever wide receiver one the commanders play against aj brown 
Devontae Smith, Drake London. Uh, who who else have we played? Uh, Demario Douglas from the Patriots. He went over yeah. on his receiving yards. Uh, Tyler Lockett today, DK Metcalf, all these guys is a very, very easy over. I already talked about we're getting rebounds. Rebounds rebounds for centers. I'm going to give you guys some quick tips from for prize picks. Whoever, whatever center, Jacopotl, Jacopotl, that's who we play against next for the Raptors. Whatever his rebounds is, smash the over. I mean, smash more on uh, on Jacopotl tomorrow night against the Wizards. And also, I'll probably look at uh, – Probably look at Scotty Barnes too. He'll, he'll probably get the over on his boards as well. So those are some tips I'm going to give out for you guys. Prospects even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in a stay in play even if one or your players gets injured for football and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player's rebooted. Prospects is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. And also today, Claxton went went had more on his rebounds and also sharp. <laughs> had about 10 boards today. So those, those are the tips for prize picks. Make sure you guys do that every Wizards game for sure. Um, also, players, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first for a first deposit match up to $100. Remember that code is locked on NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's move on to the next game, Brandon what was your thoughts and um, recap on the Brooklyn Nets game today? Man, I... The uh, Kuzma versus Dinwiddie match. Oh, that, uh, didn't really go too well because both of them didn't have good games at all. <laughs> it wasn't much of a battle. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, kind of the same script, like we said all the time, he, uh, rebounding. Looking at the tail of the tape. The Nets got 76, 12, 51, and they got 20 offensive rebounds, 2R7. So, again... Rebounds were an issue, but I mean, I guess we'll start. I'm a little happy about Bilal, but I'm gonna I'm put my brains real quick. I'm gonna talk about the first unit because Bilal was man on the mission night. Looking at this first unit, ah, you know, Kuz struggled, man. 15 points, but four for 16 from the field, 0 for 5 from three. Jordan Poole, 12 points, five for 12, shooting eight, two for eight from three. Denny Avia, 14 points, nine rebounds, but one from eight from three, six for 18 from the field. The first unit struggled. They struggle. I mean, looking at, I mean, Ty has 22 minutes, but no points, one assist, one rebound. I mean, he got a couple of steals, so we'll, we'll give him some. Um, and Gav, 16 minutes, five points, five rebounds. Fouls were an issue tonight, and he got two steals. But again, the first unit, very, very underwhelming. But let's slide it. Let's talk about my man, Be Cool. Um, 20 points, eight for 12 for the field, four for seven for three. I'm trying to tell you, man, I know he still needs to be molded a little bit. He still needs to be. Working with a little bit, man, but I'm trying to tell you, I see the potential. I love what I saw from Bilal, man. I mean, he was aggressive. Um, his shot, he's working on that release. is faster. I mean, he's going to be something. I love what I saw from Bilal, man. I mean, Bilal looked good tonight, man. Really did. I mean, he's just he was a star of the show tonight. Um, Gallo, you know, 12 points, three boards. Um, he, he played decent. Uh, Kispert, again, off shooting night, two for eight for the field, 0 for five from three. Inconsistencies continues to be an issue with him. And the same with Landry Shannon. Uh, eight points, five rebounds, but two for four from three. So, you know, his 
because this continues to be issue with several guys on his roster, man. But I mean, you got to take your hat off for be cool, man. I mean, he played well. You know, you you really see, you know, the, the his confidence, man. You know, the potential that he has has really come to fruition. I mean, he looked good tonight. He looked good. I mean, his shot is coming around. He's going to develop into a really good player in his league, man. And you know, looking at draft, you know, draft choices in the Tommy Shepard era, you know, I think we finally really got a draft choice, man. That's going to really be a starter. You know, God is, we, I think it can be in that first unit going forward, man. Now, I mean, you know, Denny, you know, he's obviously a starter now, you know, but it, he's got to be developed. And we, we had to develop Denny, you know, and we still are going to have to, you know, develop a little bit more, still polish his offensive game. But Bilal and Denny, man, when, you know, I'm telling you, when Bilal figures out his offensive game, having Denny and Bilal in, that, in the starting lineup is going to be, it's going to be a tough lineup to go against, man. Especially if you look forward in the draft, man, if we pick up Alex Saar, or Ron Holland, man. I mean, saying I'm telling you, in three years, this team's gonna be is gonna be nice. I mean, obviously, we're gonna have to go through a lot more nights like this. But so those are my positives, man. Bilal looked really, really good. But again, this is a winnable game. But my problem in the game tonight is, you knew the second unit was rocking. Why would you take them out? I mean, it's just it, these these mental lapses that West Sunset Junior has. It, it's just it it really leads me down to the path where. He's a good assistant coach, man, but head coach, he may not be it, man. I mean, it's just, I mean, year three, you still having these moments of like, you don't take the hot hand out. You know, this was a winnable game in the fourth quarter. You know, this was a winnable game that came back. The second unit brought us back into the game. And to take the hot hand out and put the starters back in there makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me at all. And I get it, it's a rebuild, but Lord have mercy, we got to try. We got to try to make, I mean, here's the thing about rebuild. You're trying to play and coach to get better. Like the whole point is to get better, you know what I mean? It's just it's I don't get it, man. The rebounding, the 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 lack of focus, the lack of effort, the lack of care, is just I don't I don't get it with this team, man. Like I said, is it culture wise? You want your guys to care, righty? You want your guys to care, and there's times when it's just like there's no care in the world, man. I mean, I. I I had to take me a shot of bourbon, man, watching the game, man. Because I'm like, I mean, how many times did you see them three, four times they're getting offensive rebounds? And the guys are just like, oh, you know, you know, the ball gets tipped out. They're, they're walking. You know, Kuz is walking up the court. It's like, come on, man. You got to care. We're rebounding. Yeah, man. But you got to care. You have to care. So, again, I'm going to step off my soapbox. And, again, rebounding is an issue. Overall effort's an issue. And tell of the tape is going to be the script for probably most of the year, man. Yeah. Um, another winnable game. It was 92 to 92 in the fourth quarter. Um, Macau Bridges hits a shot and they just Cam Johnson gets to the basket. They run away with it. Um, you know, once again, rebounding uh, again, Claxton gets 13 boards. Uh, Sharp off the bench has a, a, over 10 boards again. So, uh, you know, we, we get beaten the rebounding category. Let me just put up the stats here uh, for that. Yeah. 66 to 42. So we get dominated on the board. We're just out. Uh, we're just overmatched physically, but it, it was a game that we could have won. We started out down 25, nine, the bench came in and helped. Uh, I thought Denny had a good first half. Koo struggled tonight. Jordan Poole once again, doesn't shoot the ball. Well, takes 12 shots to get 12 points, five for 12 from the field. Tyus Jones, the starters really struggled tonight as well. Um, Tyus Jones, this was probably his worst game that I've seen. As a wizard, it hasn't been that many games, but this is the worst game from him. Probably might have been his worst game of his career. Zero for five from the field, zero points. 
And, um, you know, maybe he shouldn't have played down the stretch. Maybe they should have went a different route rather than playing Tyus because he just didn't have tonight. Even though he didn't play a lot of minutes, 23 minutes, but he certainly struggled. It just wasn't his night. Um, Blau, man, yeah, he's showing flashes, man. He really is. And he's knocking down threes now, four threes. This is something we talked about before before the draft, you know, the concern about his shooting. Some league didn't shoot the ball well, but he's hit a three in every game, almost every game this season. Four for seven from the three, eight for 12 from the field, getting to the basket as well, just playing with a lot of confidence. And that's what you want to see from your first-round pick. Yep. Um, 34 minutes tonight, and his minutes need to go up, man. He needs to get more minutes, 34 minutes off the bench. And I, I'm excited for the trade deadline when guys get traded so he can just play maybe even 35, 40 minutes tonight. So I, I can't wait for that to happen in February. I, I really would like it to happen before February, but we know it's not going to happen with uh, with Wes and just the way the, the roster set up right now. Um, but yeah, they they um, they they certainly had a chance to win this game. They couldn't stop Mikhail Bridges. Uh, you know, Kuz and Poole didn't shoot the ball well, and um, the starters just didn't really give much shooting the ball well. But um, you know, defensively down the stretch, we gave a couple buckets to Mikhail, and um, you know, rebound is just the tail of the tape. So, uh, but once again, another DMP from Johnny Davis. You know, he he can't even get playing time without Delon Wright, which is super super concerning to me. Like, yeah. You know what is what is his place on this roster if you're not going to play him? If you're not going to play him with no Delon, you know you you don't want to send him back to the G League. So what is what is the plan? You know I, I know Will Dawkins didn't draft him, so I know they they definitely got to have some conversations moving forward. What's going to happen? You know this is two DMPs back to back nights, and you got a guy in Delon who's out. So that should open up more playing time for Johnny, but it, clearly it's not. So. um We'll see what happens moving forward. Yeah, I mean, we, we were talking about it before the, the podcast, man. Maybe we need to trade him to Greenberg and Betterman because he got more minutes with them. <laughs> He's good with the Wizards, you know what I'm saying? I mean, with DeLon being out and with them trying him at the point in the two-guard, I thought this was the perfect opportunity for them to give him minutes. You finally He finally gets a chance to kind of showcase what he can do. And I don't I don't get it, man. I don't, I don't know why he's in the rotation because right now, if it's about evaluation of the young guys, this is the time to evaluate Johnny Davis. So – I, I don't know. It, 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 like you said, it's interesting that he keeps getting DMPs, man, because this is the perfect opportunity for Johnny Davis to get minutes. So we'll see. Because <laughs> we know West, man, West, it depends on how much freedom they're giving West as far as his rotations. And it seems like they kind of gave him a lot of leeway when it comes to um, his rotations, man, you know, that the front office is not really digging in there too much because, you know, we, we saw last year with, um, you know, sometimes with Denny Gill, you know, he liked Anthony Gill. You know, he would take people out to put Gill in there. Yeah, he has his guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, he may not think too highly of Johnny Davis, man. I mean, he has a lot of leeway with the rotation. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with that in the future, man. But, I mean, it's, this is the difficult spot, man, because we're a rebuilding team. But I think we're both kind of the same. We, we, we are competitive guys. Like, we want to see competition. Like, I get losing. I get that, man. I don't know we're going to do a lot more losing than we're going to do winning. But I just want to see effort I don't. I want to see effort. Just laying down. I don't like, man. You know, you got to close games out, man. You got to. You build a culture. You got to play like you want to get better. You know, we want to play to where we want to get to the point where we're a contender. It starts with culture. It starts with effort. It starts from here. You know, not caring is just the wrong attitude. And I, I just, it, it bothers me. I mean, it's just, it, I, I don't understand it. So, um, like I said, look forward to the future. You know, there's some good prospects at, at center, man. Alex Sar. You know, bring him in there. We got him and Blau to be the French connection. <laughs> I mean, he, he looks good, man. I mean, even at point guard, you know, Isaiah Collier out of USC. You know, he looks like he's a baller, man. You know, so DJ Wagner's another one. So, there's, you know, 
the future looks bright. You know, Bilal, let's say one positive thing, Bilal looks good, man. You know, you really see that potential with him. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see how he develops. Yeah, he's just scratching the surface. I mean, there's so many things that he can improve on, but he's just, you know, working on his shot. I love that. Four for seven from three. I, I really love that because that's, that's one of the weaknesses for him coming in the draft. I can't wait till he gets in the weight room and bulks up and gets stronger. Like it, it could, he 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 has he has a lot of potential. I'll just say that. I don't want to put like a, a a ceiling on his game, but him getting in the weight room, getting stronger, working on his ball handling. I think I think we got something there for sure. We we got something there. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, he reminds me of OG Ananobi, man, a strong guy who can defend. And, and I'm telling you, like you said, if he can add some weight, and if he can find that offensive game on a consistent basis. We got a jewel in the rough, man. And I love what mm-hmm. I see in Black Kulabali. So um, we're going to go ahead and move on, man, real quick. Uh, we're going to get into a brief Wizards versus Raptors preview. And then we're going to chop it up with you guys and talk to you guys for a little bit. And then wrap it up. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Chase Medical. We spend a lot of time together, t- together, me and you. We get fired up together on wins and losses. Who starts, who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today we want our chat to be a little more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on erectile dysfunction medications. You realize what that means, right? Bring on an extended travel. Bring on the next disaster, uh, natural disaster, a chain supply chain issue. You are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your genetics for Cialis, Viagra, or Ravascio prescription. This is possible because of our friends at Chase Medical. Go online right now at jasemedical.com to receive your 12th month with supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code locked on at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. End quote. If you or someone you love would like to get a peace of mind by having a year supply of a daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you remember to use promo code locked on for twenty dollars off your purchase jace medical this locked on podcast is brought to you by home chef now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down how are your resolutions coming one of mine was to order less takeout cook more at home but i'll be honest i haven't been consistent that is until i found home chef home chef provides fresh ingredients and chef designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. And thank you guys for making Locked the Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We are going to do a live recap. You know how we do with the Wizards versus Raptors game tomorrow night. So definitely tune in for that. Yes, sir. We're going to read one or two comments. It is late um, Sunday night. We got a game tomorrow, so we're going to be live with you guys tomorrow night again. Um, just an emotional roller coaster with the Commanders game. I feel like a game that they clearly definitely had a chance to win for sure, but we know how it goes with D.C. sports. 
<laughs> Josh Cotton said at the end of the game they should have let Blau stick with Bridges. Yeah, I, I think you know Blau is uh, a solid defender, and he's one of the better defenders on the team. And you know, I think it's a good matchup with his long arms. You know, either him, him or Denny would be uh, you know solid matches for Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges is a, he's a darn good scorer. He ended up with what twenty seven points, thirteen boards last year. He scored a lot when he got traded here. Uh, traded to the Nets. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have no problems with them putting Blau on him. Uh, you know, um, what are your thoughts, Brandon? I agree, man. I mean, it, you got to understand, Cam Thomas didn't play. Ben Simmons didn't play. So, that is true. I mean, they had to take advantage of this game. I mean, they had a chance. So, yeah, I'm getting back to, well, I guess you were about to read it now. Um, the DMP about Jelly, man, I just, I don't get it. You know, you got to get him minutes because it's about evaluation. So I don't know what his long – I don't know what the long-term vision is for Johnny here, how the front office, the coaching staff really views him because, I mean, I would expect the front office to be like, look, you know, let's ain't trying to say what to do, man. But, you know, we're trying to evaluate here. You know, maybe give him some minutes to see what he can do. So, you know, we'll see. Right. Yeah, uh, Johnny right now, I, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel right now. I, I, I just want to see him get a chance to play, but – that may not happen until after the trade deadline. If you want to wait that long, he, he might be included in a trade. But the only thing is, I, he has no trade value. I don't see a team wanting him. He would have to be added with another person to be traded. But uh, right now, I, I just don't see him getting – getting. I don't see him – I mean, clearly has zero value. Um, that's unfortunate. You know, Mark Williams was, what, the 15th pick of the draft. So yeah. I hate to go down that route and just talk about guys, you know, drafted behind Johnny that are doing well. See Mark Williams, who was drafted after Johnny, and it's not like we were going to draft Mark Williams anyway because Mark Williams was a big. We have Porzingis and Gafford. He said the same thing about Jalen Duran. He's had a heck of a start this year. We weren't going to draft because we weren't looking at any bigs. In hindsight, it's like, yeah, you probably should have drafted one of those guys. But um, Jalen Williams from the Thunder drafted after Johnny as well. So um, Ochai, you know, Ochai's not doing great, but you know, he's he's been he's been solid for the, for the most part. So yeah, I, I, I could go on a tangent of guys that they could have got. You know, I, I still think Johnny has talent for sure. But, um, yeah, Wes, Wes is not going to – Wes has no plans of playing Johnny. And, you know, you kind of – you don't want to just give guy, guys minutes because they're a first-round pick. Personally, yeah. I, 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 I get I get people's reasoning. It's like, oh, they're a first-round pick. They should play. But I do think they should earn minutes. And, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, Johnny hasn't done enough to earn minutes. But it's, it's unfortunate. It's, it's awful. And that was Tommy's pick. So it's kind of a weird fit here now because Will Dawkins didn't draft him. So they don't really have any plans for him. They're not obligated to play him. So, um, yeah, it's looking rough. Like I said, I'm rooting for Johnny. I still think he has talent. And with DeLon not even being here or or being injured for the next three to four weeks and Johnny can't even get 10 minutes is very discouraging. It's it's very concerning for sure. So, um, But we'll see what happens in the next couple weeks. I mean, I think it's a quick fix, man. Change the scenery. I mean, mm-hmm. if DMPs, there's a guy in Detroit getting DMP. I mean, change the scenery. See what you can get and maybe ship him to Detroit for James Wyden. I mean, both teams, both the Pistons and the Wizards are both rebounding teams where, you know, they can use more guys as far as guards. Send them to Detroit, man. So, I mean, you know, try to change the scenery. Because if you're not going to play him, then, you know, he's a young guy. And I get it. He has very low trade value, but he's a young guy who can defend. So yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, it's not gonna be. He ain't gonna get no first. He ain't gonna get no second. You know what I mean? Mm. But you know, he's got. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we'll see. I think the change of series might be because again, if you're not gonna play him, if you don't want him in your rotation, then he's a young player, man. Get him, put him somewhere that he can play. You know, send him to Detroit. 
You change that's what I'm looking at. Maybe mm. a change of scenery might help him. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. Jaden Ivy, either one. Either one, either one yeah. of them. If we can group Johnny in a, in a in a trade with a bunch of second round picks and another player and, and move him to Detroit for one of those young guys, that, that would be a win for the Wizards and just move on. Honestly. Um but on a positive note, Blau's playing well. I guess we'll we'll, we'll read one more. And um We'll try to read some more of these during throughout the week after the game on uh, Monday night. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said Tyus had a uh, Tony Snell. Oh yeah, performance <laughs> almost, almost. He had zero, but he had a board and he had an assist. Tony Snell had zeros across the board. He had zero point zero board, zero assists, and had like five fouls. Tyus Jones only had one foul, so it was close. It wasn't. It wasn't really close, but I, I get what you're saying. As far as having zero points, um, all right, let's see here. Oh, yeah, Isaiah Todd. Yeah, this is what happened. To Isaiah Todd, sex was what's happening. The only thing is, Isaiah, Isaiah Todd was a second round pick. Isaiah Todd was very close to being a first round pick, though, because he was what the 31st pick of the draft yeah. and he was almost a first round pick. Isaiah Todd, honestly, yeah, he he just, I, I personally, you know, I Isaiah Todd just. I'm trying to put it in, in, in the best way possible, but I just – yeah, it was hard to see him <laughs> kind of have an NBA talent, to be honest. You know, I, I think he, he just reminded me of uh, – what's the guy's name? Like Devin Robinson or Chris McCullough. He was, yeah. he was guys like that who were really just good G League players or good overseas players, you know, because we saw Isaiah Todd play in person. He, I guess in that Rockets game, he went like over. He could barely make any – he could barely make any layups, couldn't hit any threes or anything. You see the talent, but can't finish well. Doesn't really shoot the ball consistently well. Doesn't really rebound well either. And then Johnny, he just doesn't have one NBA skill that you can point to. You know, in college he can score the mid-range game, but that's not. It just doesn't translate to the NBA game. You know, when you're you can't you can't get by guys. You don't have any moves to really get by guys. Double moves or counter moves. Same thing with Isaiah Todd. His game just hasn't really translated to the NBA. And he's I don't even think he's in the league. He was traded to the Suns and they waived him. And now Johnny, he might be a situation where we trade him somewhere and they waive him, you know, kind of like what Isaiah Todd, where he's just grouping the trade. Or, um, yeah, that's 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 most likely what it, he may he may he may be like Jerome Robinson because we picked up Jerome Robinson from the Clippers. Yeah. We tried to give him a chance, just didn't work out. Jerome Robinson is not in the league either, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm not gonna say the the S word. But I'm gonna say this: He was scared to go in the paint. I'm just saying. <laughs> so it is what it is. But yeah. But all right, we're gonna wrap it up tonight. Thank you guys for watching. Making lots of is your first listen every day. We will be on tomorrow night against the Raptors. Then uh, I guess I guess we'll do a small, just looking at the Raptors. What's their record? They're four and five. So you know they haven't played their best ball yet either. They just got blown up by the Celtics. They beat the Mavericks 127 116. Uh, they're blown out by the Sixers. They beat the Bucks by 19. So they're kind of an odd team. They've had a couple good wins and then a couple bad losses where they just got skunked and blown out. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they're a tough team. They got Schroeder, Portal, Scotty Barnes, OG, Pascal Siakam, Boucher. I mean, they, they've had the same roster really for like the last three or four years, same guys. So, um, you know, we'll see how they do against the Raptors. I think it's a good matchup, man. I mean, yeah. they're de- they're a defensive minded team too. Scotty Barnes is a defensive guy. Siakam is a defensive guy. Uh, Porto always plays us tough. 
Um, Dennis Schroeder, we go way back with him all the way mm-hmm. back to his ATL day with the Hawks, man. So he, he's scrappy. He's scrappy, you know. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game, man. But I guess you know, you know, kind of on the way out here. Um, I don't want to see effort, man. I'm gonna see them, you know, come together and play for that name in the front, not the name in the back. You know, definitely we want to see some effort. So, yep, and just give their best effort, rebound the ball. All right, we just want to thank you guys for watching. Make sure you guys subscribe to the notification bell as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.